0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Welcome to the Bitcoin Prosperity Podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinProsperityPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive, so visit our YouTube channel, coincompass.com slash YouTube to follow along. We use TradingView for all our charts, and you can sign up for a free account at coincompass.com slash tradingview. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us again. And it is Monday, the 25th of May, and it is 20 past 8 a.m. UTC time. Uh, We haven't done an episode in two weeks now. So what I'd like to do is just revisit our previous episode. So in our previous one, we said that U.S. indices were going to chase those open gaps. There was uh, coiling in the dollar against the euro and gold we thought was going to consolidate between 1650 and 1740. Uh, We'll look at these before we look at Bitcoin. So first of all, let's go to indices. And we will start off with the Wiltshire 4500. So this is 4,500 of the uh, listed companies around the world. Now, as we can see, there's just so many open gaps here. Um, We mentioned two weeks ago, we were chasing this big open gap here, which is still a while away. Um, And then we still got another one directly above us here. So where we are now is 1329, and there's one just about 30 points away. Um, We said, you know, There's a saying in the market, gaps get filled. When they get filled is a magic question. So we've got two gaps at the top, and we've actually got three gaps below there. So we are looking at potentially a very erratic and volatile market, which I know is just pointing out the obvious when you look at this chart. Um, and we looked at the macroeconomics, and we said it doesn't make sense that markets are going up. Um, however, markets do not make sense. So... That's the wheelchair 4500. Now we'll look at the NASDAQ and same thing. We've now got three gaps at downside, but we filled this gap in our previous um, uh, two ep- previous episode. We said this gap here, it's big one between 9200 and 9400, we believe was gonna get filled rather quickly. We're surprised at how fast it was moving. And yep, we actually did form another gap as we chased and filled that gap. So now we've got Three gaps to the downside. So even though if we look back at the Wheelchild 4,500, we still got two open gaps. One, you need another huge move to fill this one. The NASDAQ has filled its gaps. So yeah, we are looking at more upside on the NASDAQ 100 here. Um, again, we keep iterating. It doesn't make any sense. But we could potentially hit all-time highs yet again at the top of this channel before we revisit. And... Yeah, if that breaks below this and closes below this on what is a weekly scale now, you're looking at some serious disaster where you'd lose 50% on a um, NASDAQ 100. The main one I'm interested in is the VIX. And we mentioned this in a previous video. We had support at 3600 which broke through and never closed above it, poked above it, didn't close. And I think we're chasing this gap down here. So the VIX to me is the main one that had a big gap down here that... um, was February this year, and it looks like we're chasing that gap down there. Um, Euro, US, so the dollar, to me, looks like it's forming a wedge, really. This is the only thing I can make sense of here, if you zoom in. I mean, there's a huge indecision. This was just a colossal move either way. And what is the world's largest currency? The reserve currency. So that just says there's a lot of indecision. So short term, if you don't know what's going on, always zoom out to the long term. And the long term gives you a better idea. So we've got this wedge forming. And yeah, we're going to break up or down either way by the time we get closer to this apex here. It never goes all the way there. Um, But we are getting closer to a huge breakout or a huge breakdown in the dollar so and there are very convincing arguments as to which one it should be at this stage I am not convinced either way I sell as a dollar bull I probably still am but to be honest I'm not looking at trading it that's just a chart I look at that sorry I look at that chart it tells me to stay away all right gold I am very interested in gold right now so um we said in our last episode, gold was to consolidate between sixteen fifty and seventeen forty. that was our guess now it had it actually poked above seventeen forty, but it did not close above it so seventeen forty three was the highest close on a weekly chart, so gold hit that 1760 mark and that was a week ago and it's just, um, that was an indecision candle there. So potentially more downside for gold. So again, I look at this, I'm not gonna trade that. That There is no pattern there for me to trade. Um, in an uptrend obviously, but not a good entry point. So what do you do? Okay, if short term doesn't make sense, let's move out. So what I'm looking at gold, I believe, that gold could be forming a huge cup and handle. So we see here, this was from 2012 all the way to 2020. There's your cup. And I think we could be looking at a potential cup and handle pattern here. That is my guess for gold guys. And um, yeah, I quite like this pattern. Um, This fits in with the macroeconomics and the price action it went up really high and it just needs a pullback and it needs time to simmer before it breaks out again so that's my guess for gold um i mean over here it has three years but it could be sooner than that who knows that's again just a guess all right let's look at bonds bonds same thing uh i think we just um, went up way too fast so as in yields came down way too fast and we just need consolidate you just have you'll find some guys getting a bit more profit um or guys getting out that got in too late and i think we're just going to tr- go back to one just under 1.9 on the bonds probably revisit this level and if we break above that we could be heading back up my guess is we revisit this level before we roll over and head back down or it just keeps going sideways but Like with this, that was a sprint. And you think about it, when you sprint, you just need to rest before you sprint again. So it's unlikely things keep sprinting in both directions. They whips all back and forth. They just need that period of rest before they take off again. So that's what I'm expecting with bonds here. We just need the sideways consolidation or we go back up and um, test the 1.9% trend line. This is on the US 30 year. Do you want to learn how to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins? CoinCompass.com is running a free two-hour webinar on Sunday, 31st of May. To register and for more details, visit CoinCompass.com forward slash webinar. All right, guys, Bitcoin. So we had in our last video and the ones before that, this trend line. And we said 9,200 on a weekly scale was what we need to close above it did do that we closed above that trend line but and that was 2 weeks ago last week it got rejected went back through so strong opinions weekly held that's how you have to survive in trading so that trend line is now void you do not have a go have a trend line go directly through the middle of the candle so two options here you can go that didn't work delete it and look for new patterns the other option is, is there another trend line in play? So yes, it is in play. We just have higher points of support now. And to me, this is interesting because 10,000 has been rejected three times. So I've moved that trend line up and it's actually hitting it more times. So it actually makes it more of a valid trend line because there's more points, price action, hitting it. So... To me, if we break down here and if we go below 6,500, I think we're revisiting 3,000, 3,100. That's my guess here. If we go below 6,500, I think we're going to revisit 3,100 for Bitcoin. That's my guess. The other thing that's interesting, this is a little bit of a stretch. It's not very clean. You could say we've got a head and shoulders pattern here. This is on a weekly So you get your left shoulder, your head, and your right shoulder. So head is ever so slightly above the left shoulder. Right shoulder is below, which is a bearish signal. So however, the problem here is it's a pretty ugly neckline. Um, So yeah, not pretty, but you don't have to squint too hard to see that. So yeah, I'm guessing we're still looking at more downside for Bitcoin. The other interesting one to look at, and credit to Gordon for reminding me, is Ethereum. Ethereum is seriously coiling at these levels, and again, like I mentioned, um things sprint or they go sideways for a very long time before they sprint again. so Ethereum has been coiling, and I think, yeah, it's due for a move somewhere, my guess is it's due for a breakout, and if we get a close above two twenty five above the second Bollinger band. I think we're looking at another breakout for Ethereum. That's Ethereum against USD. Ethereum against Bitcoin, it's coiling even more. Um, Yeah, if we get a a close above this inner Bollinger band here, at 0.02526 on Ethereum versus Bitcoin, I think we're looking at a breakout for Ethereum. Um, And Gordon mentioned on a... um, just on a fundamental level, um, Ethereum 2.0 is in the works, and something could be happening there. So Ethereum is worth keeping an eye out for a potential breakout. Um, so yeah, looking at these, I think that equities will still go higher. I think we're still going to chase these gaps, chase the top of this trend line here. Uh, I think that's mostly premise on the VIX going lower. Uh, and Bitcoin, I'm still bearish on the price of Bitcoin. I am hesitantly bullish on the price of Ethereum. Long-term, I'm bullish on the price of gold, but inner-term, I see this as same. I treat this the same as Bitcoin. It's a good time to buy and hold gold, not necessarily trade it. And the dollar, I'll just wait for this to play out. So I'm not looking at any short-term trades at the moment, guys. There's nothing here where I go, I need to get into that. Um, yep, I will just wait to pick up Gold and Bitcoin at cheaper prices. And yeah, I would look at maybe a short entry on the equities when they get to this upper level. That's just me speculating, and speculating is just another way say gambling. If there's anything specifically, any charts you want us to look at, please let us know. And thank you for joining us on Bitcoin Prosperity Podcast. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking and following helps this content remain ad free. Until next time.